Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. <laughs> All right, I got another. Oh, <laughs> got another uh, summer house human. Paige was sitting right where you were sitting. <gasps> oh, she a warmed while it ago. For me. She really did. Now we've got Hannah in the house. She's got a podcast, Burning in Hell. She's got the c- comedy tweets that d- drive me crazy. <laughs> All the things. Thank you. Yeah. Thank was that you. a great intro or what? I, I got, she was I got a tennis it. player. I knew what you were saying. Oh, yeah. That's the hate I get from reality. <laughs> People hate that I played tennis. Why? I love tennis. I, I love tennis, too. And I brought it up on Summer House as a way to be like, hey, growing up, everyone was like, she's a great tennis yeah. player. But I wanted to be like, tennis caused so much anxiety for me. It and it had hardships <laughs> with my family. And everyone's like, we get it. You fucking played tennis. No one gives a shit. Well, also... Bravo kind of screwed you over a little bit because every single episode, <laughs> somehow they were like, oh, by the way, Hannah played tennis. Okay, you nailed it on the head. By the way. You nailed it. Because they asked me once in the beginning of, of interviews, Hannah, tell us like what happened with your tennis. And I said my little spiel. Then they used the <laughs> same photos every time and did a mini 30 for 30 in every single episode. Literally. how This is how tennis <laughs> has affected the way she feels about this. This is how the trauma of tennis makes her feel like she's not feminine. I literally was like, okay, we get it. It took me so much to even like bring out that like tennis, like I dealt with a lot of performance anxiety and stress and like I dealt with eating disorders from it. And all I get from people is, did you play tennis? Like, so you played tennis. I have people who still will like write podcast reviews and be like, give me four four stars and be like, this would be five if you didn't talk about tennis all the time. I'm like, bitch, I brought it up sometimes. I feel like you maybe as you were filming brought it up a few times and then they just like used the same you saying tennis and just put it. Also, let's be honest, as a new person, you don't have like a ton of story going on in the beginning. Like I had to get a British dude from, you know, overseas to bring him in. To date you. To date me. Yeah. We Um, got questions about British Dave. Yeah. Let's just, what happened to British Dave? (laughs) Oh, British Dave. I love him so much because he's 6'7". Of course. But um, we like, it was funny because I... We were seeing each other. Um, he actually broke up with me before we even started dating. <laughs> we okay. both got out of serious relationships, and I was like on Hinge or Bumble, and I saw him, and I was mm-hmm. like, yes, yes, yes. And we start texting, and British guys are very funny. I love their I, wit. Yeah. They're How hot. are his teeth? Great. Good. They weren't perfect, but they were like cute. Good enough. Good enough. Okay. And he... He, like, made fun of how Americans are dumb, and I was just like, meh, meh, meh. True. Um, true. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was so witty and fun, loved to party and have a good time. But he sent me this huge paragraph before we went on our first date. Being He calls me Bernie. He'd be like, Bernie, Bernie? I really think, because most times Burner, I really think that we can't do this. I, I'm not over my ex-girlfriend. I don't know, all this oh, long shit. And I just go, I just wanted to, like, get a drink with a cool person. I just but wanted that's to totally hang. totally cool. <laughs> And then he was like, okay, fine. We get drunk first date. We're like making out in the lobby. Love it. And my doorman thinks I'm such a whore because he's just watching us for 40 minutes fight. He kept going, I just want to go upstairs and cuddle. And I was like, you're not going to cuddle. And he's like, I just want to cuddle you. I just want to give you a hug upstairs. And I was like, I don't know what you're doing. You just have a good accent. We did that for like 45 minutes. And the doorman, and then finally I won and I left. But then 
event like he wasn't that into me because he was still like in not love a, with his ex. Yeah. So then I started um, fucking this Australian rugby player. Where do you find? I heard Australians are pretty brutal to date. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, they're That's they party. They're so fun. They're so charming. They're so dangerous. I like can't even make eye contact with them anymore. So that of course fizzled out. And then British Dave, I think, realized like, wait, I still kind of like this yeah. girl. But then I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about you. Well, piss off, yeah. Next thing you know, Summer House comes around, and we're still talking. And I was like, I don't really want you to be part of the show. And no. he's all like, he was like a financial analyst or consultant. or He had like a real job. And he was like, I'm definitely going to get fired and do something. St- I'm going to do something <laughs> stupid. I know I'm going to have too many beers and do something stupid. Biz. So finally, like a couple episodes go in, and I just can't stop thinking about him on the weekend. Like I'm like watching Paige and Carl being all cute. Cutie cute, yeah. And I'm like, I want a tall man. So I was like, no pressure. At first, I was like, I don't want you to come. So you have to plant seeds in their head. You like, he'll me- think about it. Yeah, you have to make men think it's their choice. Right. I was like, don't come. Literally that. Yeah, I'm learning that every day. <laughs> every day. I'm just a ball full of mind games. It's fun. I wouldn't what advise yeah, it. we all are. And then he finally was like, oh, I'll come for one of the parties. I, he lost his accent when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> And then <laughs> he comes, he literally, when the cameras came, he turned into a, he calls himself a scared little kitten. I'd be like, how's your week? And he'd be like, oh, it was fun. Like people, not everyone's made for that. I mean, no. But it kind of bonded us. And then we got closer. And like, I started realizing like what kind of a good guy he is. Cause he mm. was like putting himself out there for me. And there, it was so cute. What a winner. But then after season, we dated for a couple months and like he was just always talking about how he didn't like his job. He wants to move. He wants to go to Australia. He wants to go to Tokyo. And I also, we still were like in that young like party phase. Young love. And I was kind of like, I don't think he's the one for me Mm. and I'm going to let him fly away. So he's in Australia now. He is? Yeah. He really meant, he was like, I'm going to Australia. Do you want to come? And I was like, no. I would have been like, yeah. (laughs) Why did you not take up like. I'm such, I was like. I was really passionate what I was doing. Like, yeah. I had my podcast. I was starting comedy. You're doing, you're doing pretty good. And so. New York City is, like, I'm such a New York City kid. And so, yeah, I don't. I haven't followed a dude yet anywhere. There's a, I've lost who asked that question, but I will find it, and there's your answer to mm-hmm. whoever asked that question. Cool. Oh, Maddie Larson. Maddie Larson. There you go, Maddie Larson. So, obviously, Summer House is all about the Hamptons. You're from New York, mm-hmm. so you actually know the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, I grew. I think that was one thing when they were talking to me in the beginning. They they didn't have like someone who's actually from New York City on the show, right. and that's I think so many people. It's a melting pot, so so many people like move to New York over, City yeah. and then they go to the Hamptons. Right. Where I've been going to the Hamptons since I was like born. My my grandpa had a house. He was a gym teacher in New York City, and then he moved out. You move out to Long Island when you retire. Right. So that's how I learned to play tennis. Sorry, bring up tennis. Hey, Suck do you it play, up. Do you play tennis? I, I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> no, I actually do want to talk about tennis. Though, yeah, so, I like, get. Let's not talk about it too. I'm much. totally. You're like, let's save Cause, it because then <laughs> this is just gonna suck so hard when I do have. Questions about it. <laughs> People like it was a good episode, and then oh, we turned it off. Turned it off. The usual. But so I'd go to Shelter Island, which is like a small little island, Isn't right that next the to Sag Harbor. With, with so you're thinking of Shutter Island. Shit. Completely different experience. Damn it. That's like a mental ward. Well, actually, I was not like, that different. Sexy. Were you like? <laughs> With a bunch of crazy people on the beach. That's actually what Summer House is about. I mean, <laughs> Summer House the is Hamptons legitimately is a psych Shutter ward. Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
starts to feel like week 10 you're like you're just putting us in this like rehab facility of crazies literally don't know i mean you of all people you have a little more of a no you <laughs> Mm-mm. no we at least get to so use you our did phones. not grow up on shutter island no no but grew shelter up in Brooklyn island and we'd go to shelter island and i'd golf play tennis but that was the thing the hamptons to me was like i'd nap and like get away from people i grew up going to the hamptons too cool and it was never well obviously i was 15 so i can't party <laughs> but it was always very chill like it's i didn't so even chill. know there was a party scene i knew there, there. i kind of knew there was but i was it's also hard with like the driving and the Ubers and Shelter Island has like one Uber, one taxi guy that <laughs> you're lucky knows. you get him. Yeah, and like we yeah. all go to the bar and it'll be like whose yeah. parents are we gonna call at three AM to pick us up. I just I didn't like it. I don't like logistics. I also I don't either. I don't even party that hard. Well, I don't either. This is okay, so I, I wanna ask you about this because I read that you compared yourself to like a grandpa in a young body, which I feel the same way. <laughs> I'm a retired old man. Exactly. So the concept of you going on a show that's based on literal partying sex hookups staying mm-hmm. up all night i would i, I no what's funny is when i started the show and you're talking i basically was like look i'm not your messy party girl fast forward i'm like who am i today people <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say you're not you actually you, are but i was yeah. like i'm not but i want to show that like women can be like funny and sporty play tennis leaders um that we, tomboy tomboys. <laughs> like i was like i want to show that side or like i was at the time like a video producer i was like i want to show that women can be bosses and like mm-hmm. whatever which i like so that was like going into it okay you have that positive like i'm about to change the world <laughs> i mean reality tv has a way of truly changing the world here's what's important to me about tennis is that you played at wisconsin yes i love wisconsin go badgers Gold Badgers. So, do you guys say fuck 'em Bucky like we do? It's funny. I like we not I wouldn't say it really. Like fuck 'em Bucky? I've heard it. I wouldn't okay. say it. I we did this like eat shit fuck you thing yep. in the stadium. Yep. Where mm-hmm. like half the stadium would go eat shit. We go yep. fuck and my parents would be like, "Oh, oh this is such a lovely campus. <laughs> what a lovely town." Yeah, so I'm my, my mom's side of the family is from Wisconsin. Oh my god. So I'm a huge Packers fan. Huge Gold Bucky Packers. fan. Aaron Rodgers is a guy. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what are they? Um oh oh God. Oh geez. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh when the when the Packers Can you get me some cheese. Oh yeah. <laughs> when the Packers played Minnesota, I, oh, I have a friend who's from who like is from Minnesota and I just kept sending him voice memos go going, Aaron Rodgers is a god. Jesus roots for the the Badgers and the Packers and God knows what's best. For football, <laughs> and he literally blocked me. And fuck him, Bucky. <laughs> and fuck him, Bucky. Um, so, what was I'm your Wisconsin. best stroke? My backhand down the line. Really? I had like so many issues with my forehand. Was it a one one hander? Two hander. Okay. I think like I I'm kind of ambidextrous, me and too. my left left hand is the key. If anyone's listening, for a good backhand, you have to hit it like a forehand with your left hand. My forehand was what's caused a lot of issues for me because I always had kind of an extreme grip, and then when I was 14. I was ranked like top 15 in the nation. Oh, you were. I was. Play the clips. <laughs> Roll the tape. <laughs> Roll the tape. But then my, this, I go, get sent off to Florida. Yeah. And this coach is like, you have to change your forehand grip. And I'm like, okay. And my parents are like paying money for me to be there. And I don't come from like a wealthy family. Yeah. And I definitely had it in my head. And then a little too early, I started traveling to play tournaments. And I just didn't feel confident in the grip. And like, it, it caused a lot of mental turmoil because then, as you know, with mental health, like yeah. it's never really about 
the forehand. No. It's more like a lack of control. It's how the forehand makes you feel. Yeah. It's your, <laughs> your relationship with the ball is your relationship with life. Yeah, exactly. But like I probably, I was anxious about a lot of different things, but I would just obsess over my forehand grip as yeah. if like if I could fix that, my world would be different. Yeah. Um. So I just felt like those experiences growing up helped kind of shape me realizing that like the world's just a perspective of your thoughts. I was actually, I, I played and I was good. Cool. And I wish that my, one of my biggest regrets in life is stopping. Oh, when did you stop? I was I was probably like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, and it was kinda, that's a very it's common dark, time. But my coach got cancer, and so I just I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And then that's I love watching it. It like oh, runs in so my family. We, it's watch. so beautiful. I I feel like I would be better at an individual sport, mm-hmm. like team sports. I'm very competitive, and sometimes mm-hmm. I was like, ah. Um, but yeah, that's my biggest regret is stopping. Well, good news is tennis is a sport. As retired old men, we, we can, can play. still we play. We can join a country club <laughs> and play whenever you want. I think 15 and 16 is there was a big drop off of like girls just like discovered boys right. or like and partying. Then, yeah. And like I was just like a tomboy. <laughs> I'm like such a tomboy. I'm like, I learned, Femininity is not my thing. Do you know what's funny? When I was in high school, I ended up playing for the boys team and I had an article written about me. And I said, like, I want to play like one of the boys. And these feminist blogs like got really mad at me, even though I was doing something like pretty epic for like women, women, (laughs) like I I was winning. But it helped me understand, like also the knowing, like I'm a guy's girl, like no, 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 no. Let's recreate what it means to be a girl. And I realized, like, let's recreate just what femininity means. And like, I'm not a, I'm not trying to be like a guy. I'm not trying to play like a guy. I'm not trying to act like a guy. I'm trying to be a girl and change what that means. Play with the boys. Yeah. But the funniest thing is when I was doing research there was this article on ESPN oh, yeah. that was like <laughs> Hannah will be good at reality TV because she played tennis <laughs> and I was like what a comparison honestly anything to use the word tennis anything, in an article <laughs> anything okay last time I'm saying tennis who is your favorite professional tennis player um good question I actually like I kind of like Andy Murray. People are going to get mad. Well, people get mad, but I just think he's so scrappy and he's yeah. so annoying and he's, he's always yelling at worst. his box and yes. he's like such a little dickhead. But I kind of would root for him and his scrappy, annoying ass over the like more guys who are put together. I mean, and I love Federer. I'm always going to be a Federer fan. I'm Federer over forever. Nadal all day. I respect Nadal. Same. But Federer is an art form. It's like he's ballet. He's just beautiful. Like, oh, that, that one handed. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, we're orgasming right <laughs> now. <laughs> we're all making New Year's resolutions, and one of mine is to sleep better with the help of my trusty app, which is Calm. Calm is the number one app for sleep, relaxation, and meditation. It has sleep stories, which are like bedtime stories for adults. They can help you fall into a deep sleep in just minutes. There's also soothing music from artists like Sam Smith, guided meditations, breathing exercises. My personal favorites, the brown noise machine and they all help you to relax and de-stress so no matter what your resolutions are you need to be at the tip top of your game the mental and physical health to make them happen so join over 60 million people who use calm and accomplish your 2020 goals for mouthing off listeners calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40 percent off a calm premium subscription at calm.com olivia that's 40 percent off unlimited access to calm's entire library and new content is added every week. Get started today at calm.com slash Olivia. That's calm.com slash Olivia.
Okay, this so is a sports podcast. <laughs> enough about tennis. Let's talk about reality TV, which yeah. is why people came here in the first place. I want to know how you got recruited because this show is a little bit different. It's yeah. not like you get you beg to go on. Yeah, and, there's not like a line yeah, of people waiting right. to get in the bar. You have to like get the in. Yeah, they're How'd like, show me it? your vagina. Yeah. What <laughs> show me your badge. Make out on camera. Let's see how you do. So what's funny is I was working for Betches as their like video producer. Yeah. And Carl and Stephen McGee, who it's what's so funny is when I was when I was getting casted for it, I actually listened to your podcast with episode with him yeah. to be like, what am I getting into? Like, what's it well, like? He's, he's, yeah, the perfect person to listen to as far as studying for your future in reality TV. Uh, goals. So he, um, it was interesting and he is such a big personality, but him and Carl came in and I remember they're like, Summer House is coming in. Do you want to do like a 10 minute interview with them? I said, sure. Never watched Summer House. Decided to make the concept, what does Summer House do in the winter? Because it's the winter time. I didn't know what to say right then I just like kind of made fun of them made them do like rosé bongs and then we'd see them around like Betches does like little media events so I'd see them at events and then they started casting and I think my name was just thrown in as like an outgoing girl girl who's cute who's cute who has a job yeah because like what's what attracted me to the show is that they're following your job. Yeah, and I, in the city and what you're and doing. And I thought that, yeah. like, whatever I do, I think deep down I always was entrepreneurial. Yeah. It's kind of a tennis thing. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> this is a drinking game, you guys. This is a drinking game. I got my sparkling water. <laughs> Chug a lug. She's like, okay, sh- shut, cut the crap. Cut it out, Cut dude. it out. This is embarrassing. But it's like what you said, like, when I played some. <laughs> <laughs> When I played softball, I would like pitch and then wherever they would hit it, I would run and catch it. Like I would go in front of the shortstop and be like, yeah, I'm getting it. And then instead of throwing to first, I'd like run to first. And the parents were like, she's good, but like we're, this is not fun for our children. No. No. So anyway, I've been removed from other dealing with other right. children, which is probably the best <laughs> for, the for best. everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I got it was actually a guy named Sean Alexander. For he's a, he's very hot on Instagram. Look him up, you guys. Oh. He was like a fitness model that I was friends with, and okay. he, <laughs> she's looking Keep up. talking. And he w- was reached out, and I remember him FaceTiming me and be like, "Yo, some guy's gonna DM you." And um, I recommended you for some show. And I was like, whatever. You know how it's always but bullshit. But Sean Alexander was not on the show. No. So it's funny. He didn't get on. But um, they wanted like a group of people. Oh, he. Oh, of course. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and he, but he's a baby. He's 24. I wouldn't hook say, up with him. I, that's But I love like bullying him. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Which bullying is healthy is for my self-esteem. Yeah. Because if I was his age, he'd reject me. Right. Um. So it basically went from there. I kind of knew the people on the show a bit and it was natural i love how you're shaking your head right now it's embarrassing it was kind of a natural progression and thank god i came in with Paige because right. that house is tough i mm, yeah no that no. house and i know it now because we just season four is coming out february 5th and there's new people and there was like a new guy who's hot so obviously everyone's like luke. hi luke yeah you're your romantic luke guy <laughs> Oh my god, it's the first time I talked about him on podcast. This is crazy. We're gonna talk a lot about Luke. Luke. And, oh, then and Jules. Jules. So J- Jules. 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 So <laughs> I mean you can call me Jules. So she said she wants to put on a t-shirt. I was like, slow your roll. So she uh, yeah, uh, relax. Her coming like think about it. It's me, Lindsay, Amanda, Paige. We're both very like headstrong. I feel like we're pretty confident people. And if if we yeah. like you, we like you. But like I guess like w- this is the first time the show actually started to get a little popular where like p- 
people were trying to get on the show. Like people when I f- wanted in season three, everyone was like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Like, <laughs> you're gonna be so tired all the time. Since season four, we had like scenes where like girls were texting guys, like trying to go on dates, like. People were texting. Carl. I imagine people are trying to get into the party is like so hard. It's funny because this season we definitely the parties were more popular. Yeah, but one party, um, we had someone broke their arm, someone sprained their ankle, and someone locked themselves in Carl's closet, and we had to get ambulances because <laughs> she was having like a bad drug um, reaction. So we do not condone drugs. On no drugs. People. No drugs. No. No. Don't do drugs. What was the, going into the show, your first day of filming, what was the most kind of alarming thing or just like, wow, I was not expecting that for reality TV? I was just like so hyper aware of the cameras because I'm a video producer. My job, these little one minute videos, I would write them, I would act in them, I would know how I want to edit it while I'm in it and be telling the person filming like what angles and shit. So I had to then take that brain out and just be, like they said I kept like, like smiling at the camera. <laughs> well, I wish I would have learned the one way to make sure whatever you say doesn't end up on the show is to look, look at, the, at the, camera. the camera. I should have done that. No, Damn it. It's kind of fucked up, but like, yeah, look at the camera or just bring up production. Oh, yeah. Just do the, if you want to be America's favorite, look at the camera the, <laughs> the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> or they'll just fire you, but it's, that's also for the best, probably. I also didn't, yeah, it was. It was tough for me to not be constantly thinking like, oh, how is this going to be edited? How am I going to come across? Because you're never going to come across well when you're not like when you're not living in the moment. Is there somewhere in the house like on The Bachelor, the bathroom was the one place where it was like, okay, you're safe. If there's two people in the bathroom, their cameras are on. They can go in. But yeah, the bathroom is where I'd, this is what I hate is they have their mics. So like whenever you go to the bathroom, they can hear you in the bathroom. Yeah. Or like taking a huge dump. Oh, well, I'm hoping they turn the mics off for that. You know, I can I'm, only hope. I have a very high metabolism. Sorry to brag. I am shitting all day long. Great. Also, like when Jealous. I go, some people, when they get anxious, they tighten up. Yeah. Like and can't poop. You, I'm the opposite. It's like every like, three seconds. I'm just like, I got to go. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I've never been more jealous. Yeah. I'm always looking for a game on my phone that I can play to pass the time, but still keep my brain moving. And for me, that's Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual game that anyone can play, but it's made for adults. You're solving thousands of fun puzzles, collecting cute characters and beating the bad guys. I can play for hours. So I'm currently on level 76 and I just, I love the colors. It's entertaining, engaging, and I can challenge my Facebook friends so I can, you know, beat my family members and stuff. It's a puzzle game unlike any other puzzle game and Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels so it never gets old. I don't need internet to play so it's usually happening when I'm on a plane heading somewhere and everywhere but I'm serious. I love Best Fiends so much. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of those cute little characters and trust me with over 100 million downloads this 5 star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. So download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best fiends. I have some logistical questions about the show. Yes. Do you have to grocery shop or do oh they? God. So we actually, you see in the boxes all the time outside yes. when we first get in. Yes. Amanda and Amanda takes charge of the fresh direct order. We oh, have wow. to buy our own groceries. You're it's kidding. Fucked. Yeah, it's fucked up. 
Wow. So yeah. there's not like a list of like, hey, production, can you go get me? Nope. Holy hell. What if you're it's like... It's really real. It's The show is fucking real. Like we really have a house that we have to maintain. We have to you, clean like, the parties. If you your period, will someone go get you, go to Walgreens or yeah, do you Yeah, probably. Have to? Okay. Probably. Noted. Yeah. Cool. Like it's not like, like, like they're like... Do, do what you need to do. We'll handle we'll, the tampon. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Do you have any say in like what kind of parties you have or the themes? Yeah. Or is that production? We have say. Okay. We're like very involved. Maybe it's because it's eight of us and we're so passionate about it. Right. We've like turned down ideas before. We've been like, we're not doing that. It's not cool. And or like, we'll be like, we want to do this. And the, the, I remember that one party last year with there was like a gajillion pool floaties or pool toys <laughs> also which is a nightmare waiting to happen ju- um the christmas in july party was so scary because Ugh. there was what was it froth yes. what are we gonna call it's uh, definitely foam. Not foam. Foam. <laughs> froth. i drink too Frothy. much starbucks <laughs> i'm such a white girl it was a froth, it was party. A froth party but like literally the funniest scene to this day is when carl wanted to give page chocolate cake in his hand oh. which i don't know if even if it went smoothly in his head how that would have been smooth no but you see him walking and because there's so <laughs> much foam you don't know where the pool starts <laughs> and then, so he just dropped also <laughs> side note i just where did i see this i heard that boys pee all up in the froth like ew. if you're swimming in the foam it's just piss ew. so just so you know ew. but also yeah. i was just people were falling left and right i was yelling this is unsafe this is unsafe we're and then, I, 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 I would turn it off and then kyle would turn it on and yell at me so this is the behind the scenes shit you don't i only get i'm mouthing off shit (laughs) fucking love it um okay so i have i love this question how often how often are you watching scenes you were drunk in and being like oh that's what happened (laughs) okay i don't really black out but you know you're like i'm not black out and then you see things i mean there's been so many times where i'll get home from the bars and i'm like i'm not even that drunk and i'll still wake up the next morning and be like how did I get home? Or someone will be like, remember when you had this conversation? Like, no. <laughs> but maybe it's just our old man status. I can have two beers and not remember things the next day. So that's great. Yeah. So as, actually being on the show would be awesome as far as like piecing things together. Well, that's why the interviews are so hilarious. Okay. Some of us are more blackout than others <laughs> and their interviews last a little longer because they're literally like, wait, the, what? Who? Or they'll be like, how'd you feel about Kyle and Amanda's fight? And I'm like, which one? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> really? But yeah, I, so um, many. I, I do think that I like, you don't know what you look like when you're drunk. And then I see like, you know how your eyes, like they're not really focused. They get kind of like, like oh. glassy. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, mm. <laughs> so to watch myself have full on conversations drunk <laughs> is so funny. Oh, I love the, like the girls get together and there's drama. <laughs> you're like, Lindsay just talked shit. And I just, I just talked to her and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I just approached her. There's that one scene where I thought it was logical for me Mm. to be like, Lindsay said she wants me to communicate So I'm going to do it. So I told her that people are talking (laughs) bad about her. And then she goes, Hannah, Hannah, go fix it. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. Go fix it. You take care of it. I go to take care of it. And she walks up and she goes, what the fuck is this? A committee meeting? This is whatever she called a yearbook meeting. And I was like, but you told me to take care of it. I was taking care of it. (laughs) Literally just kindergartners. Just film kindergartners. And it's equivalent to drunk oh adults. Oh my god! Oh, so and, funny. and in interviews too, they were like, "Why do you think that was a good idea?" And I was like, "The alcohol told me it was a good idea." <laughs> it seemed very logical. <laughs> at the time. So I think I know the answer to this one. But uh, who was someone from the cast that you connected with right away? Um, 
page. But it's funny. We didn't. We did connect right away. I remember she went to interview at Betches. Oh, and cool. I they were like running late, and I was in the meeting with like one of the head girls with her. And she was just sitting there and she felt really awkward. And I just like went up to her and I was like, what's up? And we kind of hit it off. But what people know about Paige, she's kind of shy. She is shy. And because she's really good looking, yeah. people take it as aloof. Or like bitchy. Or like bitchy, yeah. which is like, I've heard that not about myself too. So you relate. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm just, when just you're kidding. really painfully good looking, mm-hmm. it can work oh, yeah, against you. Life is really hard. It can be so Life pretty. is super hard. Mm. But I seen her like a couple times after and she didn't like run up to me. Like I'm yeah. that friend who like, I'm pretty, uh, you know what you're yes. going to get with yeah. me. And she's kind of quiet. So then when we went in the house together, it was kind of like, I remember there was a scene in the very first episode where you see us walking away together into the room and I go, this, it's like a shark tank. That was me just like not Talking. knowing I was being filmed and being like, Paige is I'm fucking scary. I'm surprised they ran that. I know, but it's like we bonded over the fear. You also together. said that you bonded over your mutual hatred for the same people. Yeah. Who was that? Who were we hating? Um, we Well, we were not we were not doing well with Lindsay in the beginning. Well, yeah. So she's, and then, <laughs> I get in trouble when yep. I say things. That's okay. Um, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. To I mean, air I, out your trouble. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, the thing is, I'm always honest on podcasts. Good. I've never once lied how I feel. You know sure. how I feel about people. Um, yeah. So she, Paige and I bonded over that. We'd also get annoyed at Jordan all the fucking time. Well, yeah. We also loved Italian food. Mm-hmm. We also we just had a lot of like weird similarities, but we're actually it's funny, we're different in that we have different tastes in men. Very different tastes in men. She likes dark. She likes dark, hairy, doesn't mind yeah. a dad bod, likes like Is she still with that guy of hers? Perry. Perry. Yeah. yeah she's she, like she had just started dating so him when we recorded. Cute, funny, successful. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, you could be broke, but if you're six seven. Is he gonna like, be on the season? Can I He's that? he's talked about. Okay. But he's not on. On. Okay. Um but you'll see like little bits and pieces. Cool. cool. But um when you have different tastes in boys, it does help your friendship. So like we like always on the lookout for each other. You're each other's like wing. Exactly. People, wing humans. Yeah. And then you also seem super close with Amanda. Yes. She's so f- the thing is after watch when you watch the first two seasons, you don't really get to know Amanda. Yeah. So when we met Amanda, I saw a side to her that was like so witty, so yeah. funny. Like she's a hundred times funnier than Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. And <laughs> just cool. Yeah. And I think because she had kind of a group of girls that she could be herself right. with, it was like really just fun to see a new and side. And that probably when the show is at least airing, it probably helps to have you guys, especially those moments where her and Kyle are fighting. That's probably super hard yeah, to watch. Yeah, because the season before, back. she wasn't getting along with any of the girls, so you couldn't see no. her venting her side, except Mm-mm. like in interviews where it, it's not the same. So by the way, season four is out in February. Um, I'm so excited. I'm going to pee myself. I'm so pumped. I, I've watched the trailer a hundred times, so I... So have I. I, <laughs> so I am going to be asking questions based on the trailer. So if oh, you perfect. haven't seen it, then like you this might not trailer, know what I'm talking about. It's, I watched it's this litty. morning it's, just because I felt like it. Basically, it's the same old, same old Kyle and Amanda are fighting, which is kind of frustrating because <laughs> now she has a ring on her finger. It's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. Like that part where she's like, do you want to be single? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Kyle, you never learn. It is 
and because the first season I didn't know them that well, I was just in observing mode. Yeah. Like I, this next season, you see us all get a little more vocal about things because you feel more like family, and you're of like, course. I spent all last summer with you, all winter with you, and I have opinions. Mm. So yeah. you see that. Well, I love Amanda. She's great. Yes, but I do want to touch on Lindsay a little bit from from. I'd say season three, she was the person that uh, you just had trouble with. Yeah, trouble's a good word. Just maybe not meant to be BFFs. I feel like you see our relationship grow yes. and evolve into this next season. You do? Um, okay. Yes. You see it evolve in different ways. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is the perfect PR answer. Thank you so much for the detail. Can uh, you tell that I got yelled at recently? <laughs> Can you tell I got yelled at recently? Uh, probably. <laughs> we evolve in many ways. No, but actually, we have, like, some good times together. And um, Lindsay is a, is a tough one. Sometimes we're, yeah, like, really I mean, good, and sometimes we're really fucking bad. But I feel like a lot of people could say that about their relationship with her. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, she's consistent. It's always consistently, you never know. You don't know what Hot you're going to get. Whatever you're going to get. <laughs> Like, she had issues with um, your maturity level, your age, your um, singleness. It was just kind of funny with the maturity thing, because, like, I don't know what we did that was so immature, but then we just, like, cut to her and Danielle, like, dancing, talking about, like, getting dick. And I'm like, we're on the same page here. We're on the same page here. Yeah, I don't really, I don't. You're in the same house with me. We're good. I don't really. Well, interesting but yeah. okay i'm excited to see how you've grown in many ways <laughs> You're so funny. here's something insane over 218 billion dollars of food goes to waste in this country every year yikes luckily imperfect foods is here to change that imperfect foods is the only food delivery service that buys nutritious and delicious foods that grocery stores won't sell and they deliver them to you at a discount so you can save money and help reduce food waste i can get organic veggies and yummy seafood sent to me and plans are flexible so i can pick healthy seasonal produce alongside grocery staples you can also pay 30 percent less for surplus coffee discolored quinoa off-sized eggs or some lightly scarred almonds and tons more because they need love too. You can read about imperfect foods in the New York Times and Forbes, or you can ask their over 200,000 satisfied customers what they think about it. So start saving time, money, and waste right now because when you go to imperfectfoods.com slash mouthing off, that's now through February 16th, you'll get $10 off your next four orders. That's a total of $40 off. Just go to imperfect imperfectfoods.com slash mouthing off to get $10 off your next four orders. Imperfectfoods.com slash mouthing off and enter mouthing off at checkout. And then the other person I want to talk about is Jordan. Yeah. Let's see if I can get you to, to speak a little bit on yeah. this. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So last season he's on the show and he's just like a douche canoe. Yeah. B- but like, it didn't seem like, I think he just was not sure he wanted to be cool. This is the thing with Jordan. You nailed it. He never does anything to hurt anyone no. around him. He's never a dick to anyone around him. I'm just like it's just all like his own inner turmoil. And I would work with him all week, five days in a row, and right. then on the weekend. So I went into the show saying, I'm not gonna snap, I'm not gonna cry, I am chill. You I am also were fun. probably like the closest with him. I was the closest with him. Yeah. And I would just see him like trying so hard to be liked I got in the so wrong much way. Pussy last month. <laughs> No, but he, I, I totally get, like, 
wanting to be seen a certain way and like making and like saying stuff but he's the kind of guy where it's like people will like you more if you don't say that you were on hinges top whatever and you broke the app and I stuff don't like that i understand why also tv is the worst place to lie i mean <laughs> because who, it's on record whoever trained him for reality tv <laughs> told him the wrong way to do things i think he just can't help himself and what happened is towards the end there were rumors that i might be looking bad because i wasn't saying anything so then I got fucking mad. I was like, if I at that table, if I, I just come, can't, if I come off can't badly, can't do this anymore. Because I'm, because this dude is yeah, is like lying all the time, and I'm his best friend. Mm. So I had to sit him down. And I was like, dude, this is stop. Just stop. Be do you yourself. think he's a virgin? No, you don't think he's a he's virgin. Like, I feel like it's impossible to be a virgin in New York. It's just like impossible. <laughs> was that a slutty thing to say? I very just, slutty. <laughs> well, here's I. I want to know. Because there's like rumors that he was demoted to friend status and he didn't like that. So then he quit, but then he like showed up again. I'm sure you're not going to talk about it, but was he pissed that he wasn't as well received maybe as he wanted to be? Or Yeah, I'll tell you what happened. So he, yeah, he got asked to be a friend the next season. Which is basically a a demotion, if you will, for some people. I personally think that it was because they wanted him to like put a little fire under his ass to just like be more himself yeah i think they just wanted to let him know like we didn't love how you were last season right but like the thing is as a friend you've seen all these reality shows friends become like can be oh, like yeah. main storylines yeah he wasn't fired he just was a friend i think it hurt his ego and Do you as think res- he took it as being fired a hundred percent and that's why you're seeing stupid shit online what about danielle Danielle is a friend as well but danielle is more like first of all danielle gets such i don't know why but People don't like her sometimes. I just did. I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I feel like some. For I some just reason, don't. Some people just don't make great TV, and I think she's just one of those. She's people one of those that, people. It's like a little too chill and too cool. Yeah. And then when she like, I don't know. Everyone asks me like, do you think, do you not like Danielle? I'm like, Danielle's amazing. Danielle yeah, is I, like has the best job out of all of us. She's the smartest. I think she's gorgeous. She's yeah. just a great person. But she's kind of like Lindsay's friend for the show. Yeah. Um. Someone needs to figure that out so, so she <laughs> someone needs a friend she she actually is too busy honestly to do it every weekend really i mean i think that she was she sacrificed it but it she was kind of mm. happy that she was like every Demo. weekend out there is hard. yeah she seems a little bit more like oh thank god I'm she friend. doesn't give a shit she's yeah. not in it for fame she also like apparently like gives a lot of the money to like her family oh that's cute like she's just great and i, I like think that. you could tell she's dealing with um, being a friend very differently. You know who should be full-time is your grandmother. Oh, my God. I'm going to send this podcast to her, and R- she's, she's going to play it a hundred so, times. So, first off, my mom will be your grandmother. <gasps> really? Like, oh, I, I was watching it just being like, well, first of all, this is the best scene on the whole show. <laughs> Thank you. If you haven't looked... Well, if you haven't watched the scene, I recommend going back. But also... What is, it's Nana okay, still it's got at it? Nana still got it on Instagram. It's become a whole thing. My little thirteen year old cousin is her manager. <laughs> um, she's she'll text me all the time, be like, Nana's engagement's low. Do, what do you think we should <laughs> what do? Should we post? Should we post something different? <laughs> she we're in a fight right now because I'm oh. like Nana, you have to post at noon because that's when most people are on. And she oh, goes, is that really true? Okay, she posts at seven a.m. when she wakes up. And I'm like, Nana, the it's engagement's just, off. The engagement's off. And yeah. she goes, but people are waiting. They like to wake up and see my posts. They like to wake up and see. I'm like, Mom. I'm, yeah, mom. she's Nana, so much No like one's like, mother. I need oh to God. wake up and see your thirst trap at 7 a.m. My Nana is a huge slut on Instagram. But beyond beautiful, she's. I can't imagine if she had Instagram when she was like 23. She's so hot. 
She's also had like no work done. It's all just like old school, like stay out of the sun, sleep on your Wear back. This cream when Wear you go to bed. <laughs> She's too scared Don't to even get her ears on your face. Yeah. Oh my god! Everyone, follow. Don't play Nana volleyball. Still got it. Don't play volleyball. Don't break your foot. And she has such a great sense of humor. And also, I love she, her. she's the she's the queen of motivational posts under her like in a bikini with her tits out. So you guys will enjoy Google it. like a, a Gandhi quote yeah. that somehow deals with this bikini. She's done lists of her favorite quotes with just like her tits her, out. Like, L- oh. A little light ass her, cheek. Sh- if you guys want to know posing, she like invented posing every angle. Will we see her again on season four? Oh my god, she's not. Oh, she was supposed to, them. and things got like moved around. You know how it is. I'm annoyed yep. already. Yeah. What was one thing you watched back that you were super embarrassed by? Oh my god, good question. I feel like oh, the scene when I'm yelling at Jordan. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, pretty rough. It's rough. It's because yeah. I basically was sitting down, and you know when you like are so angry that suddenly words aren't coming to you. <laughs> and I was like, "You're lying so much." And he's like, "When have I lied?" And I'm like, "That's your argument." It's, and then I'm like, "Do I have to list?" And I was like listening to all these things. And then people were like, "They didn't." That's like during the week stuff. Like they didn't capture it. And someone told me like, "You look like you're crazy." And I'm like, "I don't think you looked crazy in that scene." I think uh, no. It's before it aired. Someone was like, we think in the edit it might look crazy. And I was like, you know what? If America thinks I'm crazy, then fine. Fine. You might. Okay. Who do you think is the quote unquote villain of season four? Can you answer that? Of season four? Um, Oh, my God. What's so great about season four? Everyone's a villain. No, but it has that thing where like people are villains like some people will think someone's a villain and some people will think that they're the hero. It's okay. like really like polarizing people. People, people are going to be polarized okay. and people fight that like I fought with Paige and I had a huge fight. With Paige well, and that Amanda. was one of the questions was please don't tell me anything is getting in the way. You and Paige. There was some shit that went down. And I think, and what the hard thing is, is that I don't know whose side America is going to take. I know which side I take. Yours. Um, <laughs> pages. Oh, no, I'm okay. just kidding. No, it just, it depends. And it's also one of those things with friendships. Like a lot of stuff isn't black and white. So yeah. I'm really interested to see. Oh, I can't wait. And that's with us. And then also Carl and Lindsay. As okay, you wait. See. Julie Johansson. <laughs> Love Hannah, by the way. So is this Carl oh. and Lindsay relationship legit or what the fuck? To be honest, when we first saw it, we were like, okay, we get this whatever showmans. But they were like, because their friendship is so intense and then they were trying to, as you see, like get intimate, there were such high emotions. It like, it, what I saw was very real and I think it would be stupid for them to fake something to like potentially ruin their friendship. Right. But, but the, the whole, when we first found out, we all just couldn't that, stop gagging. That one scene where you're like, <laughs> I think Carl and Lindsay are hooking up. <laughs> or banging. Or banging. Oh, by the way, my favorite line of the trailer, which they made me repeat on, I love the trailer so much, yeah. repeat on BravoCon was the end when I go, <laughs> now I forgot, <laughs> I'm like crying. <laughs> Like, and I look like shit. Like, I look like, and I go, I feel so, like, betrayed. Why did I need a like in that? Because you did. (laughs) Because it was important. (laughs) Okay, so we kind of talked about Jules and Luke, but, like, Luke is maybe a guy that you're into. Like, what's the, what, he's a model. Oh, my God. Luke walked in. He's, like, hockey player, model. How tall is he? 6'2". No, 6'1". 
six one. I know. I I I, I prefer a six seven, but um, for my children to play professional, absolutely. Me too. Volleyball yep. or yep. tennis yep. or whatever. Same. Same. Um, but he was. But at first, I was kind of like, you'll you'll see. Um, he's fucking charming. He's he very fell charming. into his trap. It was it was intense. And then Carl, who's banging Lindsay, falls into Joel's trap. Joel's. <laughs> Joel's. Um, that yeah. seems like a big drama point. J- there is definitely drama in th- being the new girl is tough, and she didn't have like a girl with her. She didn't have like a sidekick. I think she's the villain. <laughs> That's my theory. I mean, she's hot. She's to real hot. It's it's. Yeah, no, she's so cute. I um, to be honest, mm-hmm. she could be, or she could not be. It's she's one, one of, those of the things. polarizing one, ones. She's a okay. polarizing one. Luke is a polarizing one. I love that we're all going to just polarizing find out one. together. Kyle's a polarizing Kyle's one. Kyle's always Amanda's, polarizing. Actually, all of us are the everybody. <laughs> Carl's a villain always, Carl. in some way. What's so funny is Carl like really does mean well, but he um always says something. <laughs> uh, does he have three balls? I think it's like. It like he started his own rumor that he had three balls, but it's one of those things where like one of his balls has like a little bump on it. I it think has like a baby twin ball. Yeah, I think he's exaggerating. I mean, you could have him on to ask exactly, but Carl's he's someone I've never had on. So I, I, yeah, we'll make he, that. He happen. actually just started his own podcast. I saw. Yeah. So um, you sh- yeah, you guys can cross promote or something. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, does Austin Kroll or can Austin Kroll handle a New, a New York no, girl? No way. No way, Jose. It's Jose. funny because the guys at Southern Charm are so different. Than, yes. Than the, how do you think they're different? I mean, oh. Than the Summer House guys. We talk about preppy, like <laughs> not New York at all. We joke within the we group. We walk all over them. We joke that like our guys, like Kyle, Carl, right. um, Luke, even Jordan, like they're wild and crazy, but like at the end of the day, the girls like will yell at them if they go too oh, far. Yeah. Like we have them completely like whipped, whipped. Yeah, the Southern Charm boys have no one holding them accountable, Zero. and they're out of fucking control. So when Austin well, came, yeah, it's <laughs> true. Like, I, yeah, I went to Santa Monica with my parents two weeks ago. A random like taco place. We get out the airport, go to a random taco place by the water. Shep is sitting there on some date of with like course. a 22 year old. And, and I'm he's like, always dating what some are 22 you year old. Doing? What are you doing there? And he's just like, oh, hey, I'm just having a chill time. Anyway, he's reckless and Shep is reckless. Hilarious. Yeah. But Austin, yeah, I'm just like, we're from two different worlds, buddy. And um, do you guys suck face at all? I cannot say. I cannot confirm nor deny. I cannot deny. confirm nor deny. Um, but I, we're texting right now because he's going to be on my podcast today. If, well, is he going to actually get his shit together? And we'll see. He he canceled yesterday. He's like, I broke my, or I sprained my ankle. Meanwhile, I show up with crutches and a broken foot. So you know what? <laughs> no. Well, women are just sir. stronger than men. Oh, that's duh. Well that's Why can't he just get one of those cool boots? And like Lone Star Podiatry, you know what I mean? This podcast is sponsored by, by Lone Star Podiatry. <laughs> okay, a couple outside of the show questions, and then it's time for me to burn in hell. Oh my God, so exciting. Yeah. Let's see how much I spill. Okay, Gabriella Medeiros said, I know some cast members actually know each other and some are recruited. So mm-hmm. can she speak about some genuine relationships with cast members? Do you see each other outside of filming? Are things are there things that go on in real life that you worry will be brought up during filming? Oh, I love this question. So like Kyle, um, Kyle and Amanda, obviously like my naturally, Kyle, Lindsay, and Carl knew each other from just partying in the Hamptons, which is okay. kind of the heart of the show, which is why I, f- I really love it. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that 
we have those hidden cameras just like oh, bring out everywhere. the most real shit. <laughs> yes. You really forget that they're yes. there. Um, we don't like get a scene set up like, okay, now go to coffee and film. Like we don't have time to prepare when we get mad at each other. We're just back at the house. It's just, you're mad. It's similar to Bachelor in that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the Workers Twins too, they met Kyle on like the LIRR, which is just the That's train insane. going out to the Hamptons. So I love that organic New York feel. Yeah. Um, everyone who's on the show has in some capacity like met someone okay at, or like know someone who knows someone yeah. so there's no no randos. strangers kind of thing um what was the second part oh during the okay w- these people like have actually become my family and after the first season we all hung out so much we have this group chat we'll all get together some of us have different like little clicks like yeah, me Paige and amanda course. will hang out the boys will hang out danielle and um Lindsay hang out a lot we'll get together this last season um I got into a big fight with one of the cast members two weeks ago at dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um, I'm always up and down. Me and Carl are always up and down. Me and Kyle are always up and down. Okay. They're like my brothers. We're like, they will do anything to defend me. But like three weeks ago at a Christmas thing, we got into a fight. <laughs> so it's just so funny that so much happens off camera too. So much. But it's funny because we don't know if we're going to have a reunion yet, but there's something that that have happened that I'm like, well, this is going to fucking up. bring this shit this is up. Coming up. But it's more like nothing like crazy happens. It's more just like banter bullshit that I'm like, oh, I'm ready for next season. I'm ready to take you on. But there is that weird, like, I think the show's so good because there's that kind of newbie, like me and Paige were like this new era. Oh, you guys, I mean, I thought were great additions oh, to the Thank you. Show. Great. But it, it, it sometimes causes some stress because they're like we made the show and it's like well, we're the we, ogs we, they're the ogs but yeah. so it's kind of that stupid. fun real world role rules thing oh lord have mercy so stupid Where i'm just like i need a gatorade because i'm tired and hungover <sighs> I, I would be hungover perpetually oh my god i don't i don't drink during the winter like i can't I don't want to. If you don't anymore. pay me, I'm not drinking. That's what <laughs> I'm I said. not drinking. I, meanwhile, I'm going to black out tonight because it's same, New Year's. Same. Not same. to date this, but. Uh, okay. A couple more. There's obviously a lot of reality stars in New York City, at least a lot of bachelor people. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any that you think should be recruited for Summer House? <laughs> um, good question. <sighs> right now, Derek Peth, I know that you're friends with him. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he could hang. <laughs> Definitely couldn't hang. He's way too sweet Listen and vanilla. To <laughs> too vanilla. Um, I <laughs> you have to be able. I don't know. He's too. Imagine if Lindsay got in a fight with Derek Pat. Oh lord. He would be like in a fetal <gasps> position. <laughs> Backing away. <laughs> He's such like a sweet farm boy. He could never. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else? Can you give me some names? Um, there's a lot more girls than guys, yeah, I guess. I guess there's like Kate, Caitlin too. Caitlin, no, Caitlin. What about that? I never met her, but that K K York City. Oh, she, chick? Was, she Yeah, no, no, it's not gonna work. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, <and> <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Um, <laughs> um, um who I definitely of, know people. Fuck, that was a stupid question. I know. I, I just, only know like three of them. Who's the Who's the other? I mean, why don't they ever do like a real Housewives of New York crossover? Okay, that, that's now. This is a good question. Crossovers. I I think like the Southern Charm 
crossover with is actually really good because they can drink. Because it's usually Vanderpump. They like, but it, but the thing with Vanderpump is Vanderpump was such a well-established show mm-hmm. that like when they try to do the crossover, it's it's also people are like comparing us to them when it's completely different. Right. Like it's like you're bringing in these like mega stars. Kind yeah, of thing. and also these people like just wanted to be like stars in Hollywood and like reality TV and like they get crazy town because they don't have jobs like they, ha- this they is have their bartenders job. this is their job where we had real jobs that like we're trying to get yeah. fired it was just it's a different type of drama okay. and more relatable I think to like the day-to-day person mm-hmm. who has a job but Vanderpump they like helped me through breakups like watching yeah. that show is like just so not like because they were giving you advice not at all just oh. so I could like space out and, and like not, get away from everything and not yeah. think about the mm-hmm. guy um but I think Southern Charm would be really great because I, I also do think like oh my god we should totally have a crossover with like Real why would of New you York. not bring Luann in like it would Dorinda, be, I actually was talking to fucking like, Ramona oh my because they would love the boys they oh, would love go them. and the boys Ramona would, would love hook the up with Carl yeah <laughs> like, I think Sonia she would for take sure. his three balls so Kyle will hook up with Sonia of course <laughs> and that would be great TV <sighs> Amanda amazing. would not be happy who cares You're, who's who's um. <laughs> Oh, who's the woman? She was on my podcast. I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> who did the running during in the streets? Um, and she told Bethany, "I'm up here. You're down here." Oh, uh, Kelly Ben Simone. Yeah, Kelly Ben Simone. She. So is I'm like, we have loon. the same manager, and she's a she's, She went on my podcast, and afterwards, I was like, "You should totally come on Summer House." We were filming, and she's always in the Hamptons, and she was laughing, but I was like, "I know, I'm you, serious." She could hang. That woman could I'm hang. Right here. I want to see right her here. fight with Lindsay. That's what I want to <laughs> see. Oof, yeah, I pay for that. <laughs> Um, we have a couple more just life questions. Cool. Julie Johansson, what is her biggest fear about going all in on comedy? Ooh, I think my biggest fear with going all in on comedy is I guess just like putting a lot of time and like traumatizing myself going on stage every night. <laughs> I can't and it's imagine. so scary and it's so like I get I'll get anxious all day for that eight minutes you do on stage yep. or whatever. And then after like two years, just be like, I actually don't love this because I just want to do stuff that I'm in love with. Right. And um, I'm I'm like falling in love with it right now. But it's like a beginning of a relationship. It's literally my newest relationship. It's like the honeymoon. Yeah. It feels so exciting. You're falling in love and you're like, I hope that this is the one. But then like it's not sometimes. Yeah. So I have to. um, But I'm like psycho competitive, but I have to be able to tell myself if I if it's not working out in a couple years to be like, don't. Do it just to show people that you that can you do did it. it. Yeah. Because that's what I've done with tennis before. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just set that whole thing up to go back to tennis. I hate the question, what do you like to do in New York? So I'm going to ask, what are some hidden gems that uh, good question. people don't know about? I think for me, it's all about like finding the good diners. Oh, Just like yeah. a good diner. I have such a good diner. You do? Oh, yeah. Which one? It's called Circle Deli. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's right by my old apartment in Chelsea. Chelsea. Holy fuck. Oh, Best diner I really care ever. about like the home fry quality. Oh, yeah. These are the details that matter. Because people will be like, where do you like to brunch? And I'm like, honestly, I don't when like I'm brunch. hungover, I don't want to go I go to party. my deli. I get the same thing every time. They know what I want. Yes. Know I your people. It. Know your like bodega guys. I yep. think it's find the right bodega that you wake up. They mm-hmm. know what you want. They say hi to you. You feel like you have this little community. And then I think it's good. I don't like people. Mm. So I like to find those bars that are like speakeasy-esque or like I don't like clubs. I just want places that I could have like a conversation. Yes. 
Um, yeah. So there's a one of the, oh, I don't even know the name of it, but there's a five guys in the. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about in the West Village? In the secret place that you have to go through. You have on to go this, through yes. five guys to go on top. I love that place. Yeah. I went on a date there, and that was a great. It's so date great. Spot. So that's like my idea. What does it even have a name? I don't know, and that's why so, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, if you can find it, it's by five guys. There's like a secret door. There's nothing on it that says uh-huh. like. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a door. Also, lastly, I shouldn't say this, but I will. I live in Queens. Yeah. Because I wanted to stop pretending I like people. <laughs> yes. But Long Island City is one stop out of Manhattan mm. on like the E or the 7. Yep. I haven't figured out. And e. if you are by the water and there's like a strip of restaurants and bars mm-hmm. and it's just like cool to the get out boats. of the city sometimes yeah. and not and it takes 15 minutes so, so just like if you're like oh i hate new york city it's go crazy. to long island city go to long island yeah. city go to brooklyn agree don't go to staten island no and just figure it out this is going to air the first week of the new year <gasps> do you have one <laughs> resolution that you actually want to not just for a week. Yeah. Like make it go as long as possible. That's a really great question because I've been on this um, tear mm-hmm. where I'm just like, fuck resolutions. It's so stupid. I mean, just, like, I the hate next them. Day. But, like we all have to have but one. But I do think there's something that I should uh, like. It's just a good time to reflect and mm-hmm. judge yourself a little in of a course. constructively critical way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this next year I want to <laughs> sound so corny, but... Just to fall in love. (laughs) Oh, I want to stop projecting on people. Oh, because I'm I'm a projector where I'll be like, oh, I assume that like this person is judging me while I'm doing comedy and thinking this, or I assume this guy, um, even though he lives with his parents, has his shit together, or Mm -hmm. that like this person. Mm -hmm. um, So instead of just projecting on people and worrying what they think and and trying to control situations, just kind of worrying about myself more because I'm kind of a control freak. Yep. And I think like going into this new career of stand up and like being single when I'm 28. It's like, you know what? I can't control it. No. And being okay with that and not trying to Why like, are we single? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have 45 minutes of stand-up material of why I'm single. <laughs> but like still, I don't know why. Like, but I think it's them. Either It's always them. It's always. Uh, do you find this? How old are you? 27. 27. Almost 28. Okay. So I'm 28 and I feel like when you're 27 and you're single, everyone's like, oh my you gosh, have you're still all the young. time in the world. I feel like when I turn 29... Alarm bells are going to go oh. off, panic whistles, <laughs> rape whistles, <laughs> every whistle is going off. And people start like, are you okay? What's going on with oh, you? They man. have an intervention. But then I was like, I'm kind of excited for the attention that that brings. Oh, the attention. The attention. attention. Like, I just want attention. Oh, well, and everyone will be panicking and I'm just going to be like, oh, I guys, know what's going on with me. Wrong. <laughs> will you pay for my therapy? <laughs> All right. So it's time for me to burn in hell. Talk about your social medias your projects where people can listen follow stare at you so exciting so if you want to listen to olivia burn in hell my podcast is burning in hell (laughs) it's a mental health comedy podcast b-e-r-n um follow me on instagram and twitter at being burns b-e-i-n-g you'll have all the memes that you can tag your friends in lots of memes lots of memes and then i'm doing stand-up i have a show in new york city with andrew collin at the stand january 29th go it's gonna be so fun and then i have a show in DC at the DC Improv on the 22nd. Guys, go. Go. That's All right, I got to go get deep now it. since this was too too uh too fun. Too fun. Too fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, thanks y'all. Oh, by the way, watch Summer House on February 5th. 5th. 
Does it say six? Fifth. <laughs> on Bravo. Or six. On Bravo. BravoDiva.com if you missed it. Okay. Bye. Bye.